And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Here we are doing yet another. I'm going to turn myself down here because I'm extremely loud and I can see myself peeking on Adobe Audition. Yeah, I pay the big bucks to use the 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 best platform for the least least listen to podcast <laughs> episode uh bonus episode after 223 i don't know what number i'm going to use i use i used a point a, a decimal system for these bonus episodes one because i think it's funny two because i don't know what jokes are isn't the website called c plus comedy here we are talking to latinx filmmaker christian mercado now this person is a director, is a producer, and has, I would, I, I would say, a very strange mind. Now, hear me out. It's not an insult. If you look at his, uh, his uh, uh, 2021 South by Southwest Festival short film, Nuevo Rico. Just look at the trailer for that, and you'll go, oh boy. This is very bright and very weird and strange and out there. And it's great. And it stands out. And I enjoy it. The trailer at least haven't, haven't seen the actual short film. But we'll see where that goes. Christian, most recently, took on directing. The HBO Max special or HBO special. I don't know if it's on HBO Max. I mean, I know it's on HBO Max. I don't know if it aired on HBO. Because these things are so synonymous with each other now. Phoebe Robinson, sorry, Harriet Tubman. Now, Phoebe Robinson is one half of Two Dope Queens. I think that, I think that group uh, disbanded about seven years ago. <laughs> but after having their own HBO uh, specials, not HBO Max, but you can find them on there. Christian uh, directed this special, which released on October 14th, 2021 of this year. I don't know why I thought it was today. <laughs> Christian is a, is a, 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 a well-staged, well-crafted director when it comes to comedy specials. He is no, no uh, stranger to them. In fact, he's done... Hannibal Burris, Miami Nights, and you'll and you'll you'll hear me in this interview. Uh, this is an interview, by the way. I don't know if I established that, but you'll hear me in this interview reference that one a lot because uh, it sticks out in my mind. I don't like I don't I don't watch a lot of uh, stand up anymore, unless it's from somebody I super love, uh, because uh, now everybody and their mother's getting a stand up special. I'm not saying like you know, uh, the the people I love are getting them in, alongside these. Other uh, no names, <laughs> but if someone's been doing stand up for two years, you don't you don't need a special. Now Phoebe, she deserves a special. It's one of my favorites. So I've seen I've seen this one. <laughs> anyway, Miami Nights is a is a a, a truly spectacular special that uh, stands out for all of the post production, all the zaniness that happens at the last part of it. And I believe Christian uh, produced that. 
I believe you produced the uh, Phoebe one too. Don't take that. He's a director. Don't, don't, don't. If, I, if I'm getting this information wrong, I'm sorry. Also took on uh, Alana Glazer presents comedy on Earth for Comedy Central and London Hughes and Sam J specials. There's also going to be a new special coming out. Uh, I'm reading as I say this out loud. Uh, with Anna, oh God, I can't, I can't, I can't find the name. This is embarrassing. I'm usually better than this. Anyway, uh, Ada, Ada Rodriguez, Ada Rodriguez comedy specials coming to HBO Max later this year. And also you'll hear during the interview, just me drop in a little bit of info that was fed to me from his people. That uh, he that uh, breaking news. There is going to be a Michael, another Michael Che special. And Christian may have directed. And uh, let me just take the may out and say yes, he did direct this. Christian's also been in the music world, doing projects with Billie Eilish, Bad Bunny, De La Soul, and J Balvin, The Peach Kinds. Done music videos like the one for Riff Raff. It won a jury award for uh, Riff Raff's, excuse me, Palante. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Won a jury award at South by Southwest Festival in 2019, which is the last South by Southwest Festival, if anybody asked me. No one did. I think there was one this year. I don't know. It was probably digital. Quit Christian is a delight. And I uh, truly enjoyed my conversation with him. He knows a lot, of, he knows a lot about... Uh, uh, directing and, and and working with a comedian in particular in order to get and show and display what the intent of the joke is on screen without it being uh, without it ruining or you know his direction over over encompassing the joke what I took away from it is that he talks to them he sits down he talks to them <laughs> Versus, you know, just going out there and going, I'm going to point some cameras at you. You're going to laugh. They're going to, you're going to tell jokes and then they're going to laugh at the end. So he's good at what he does. Uh, let's talk about Christian's socials. Because baby, that's all anybody needs. <laughs> Christian Mercado can be found, I would say, mostly on Instagram at Chris Merck, K-R-I-S-M-E-R-C. And again, he's a wonderful director. You can just search on YouTube for his name. Also, go to his website, chrismerck.tv, to see a well-designed website. Don't know if he made it himself, but he's great. Also... Latinx. So support the people of color, the brown people, especially someone in uh, such a, a good position and trying to help others and elevate their work. All right, this has been going on for way too long. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at C plus comedy. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at chat black, white, like us on Facebook, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Google podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon, the rest. 
If you want to see a video version of this interview, go to youtube.com slash comedy, where you can also see video versions of the regular podcast as well as our premiere show, News Time, which is a weekly news show that's like The Daily Show, except way less funny. Weekly. I do it every single week. So check it out. Thank you. And now check this out. This interview with Christian Mercado. I know you just dropped um, Phoebe's new thing. Phoebe's new yeah. uh, uh, special just came out. And, uh, and it's good to see that. How, 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 do, how is working with uh, Phoebe? How is working with any comedian in the first place to get this made? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a collaborative process, I think, for the most part. Like, I think like a lot of, you know, when a comic works on their set, it's like a, sometimes it could be like multiple years of work that go into that set, you know, and like figuring it out, fine tuning it, taking it out, um, exploring it. And it's kind of like it's also like a very personal piece of art, you know what I mean? Like the, it's coming solely from that person. So like I try to be really respectful of that process. And like, I don't know, I really like comedians. Like, you know, like I really like, you know, laughing and like, I know that sounds so simple, but it's kind of true, you know, like yeah. there's something cool about, you know, just enjoying like the comedy of something and then like laughing to, you know, and like, I think if it makes you laugh, it makes you want to like engage with it, you know? So like I, me personally, anytime I kind of like get to talk to a comedian about like their process or like, or get to see kind of like them working a set, I feel like it's kind of like, a, it's just a, it's a vibe. I mean, I think what's interesting is when you see a set multiple times and then you can kind of see the craftsmanship of it, you know? Cause sometimes people will see a set maybe once or something because they, seen that comic once or something or twice but like when you see it multiple times you start to see like oh wow there's like craft behind this you know so um yeah that's I think the process is really kind of like trying to understand the voice of that comic and then like kind of filtering that into a cinematic language or coming up with a way to kind of what what how do you present that material the best you know and like I think that's kind of like my take on it Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed uh, you have a very distinct style when it comes to uh, direction or in any of the projects you worked with, like the um, like uh, Miami Nights. Miami Nights is yeah. Hannibal Burris's uh, uh, latest special. I think that was the last thing he did yep. thus far. It was his last special, yeah. And it's like it stands out in my mind for you know the uh, what people would call overproducing or, or what 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 have you, but. Man, it's it, it was it's such a good special. It's so funny, uh, but it's also very. It's got a lot of uh, jumping around and and yeah. moving parts that that work really well. But then also your animated stuff is just like Adult Swim on on uh, cocaine. Huh. It just it it doesn't. It's 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 crazy. The what goes what yeah. goes on in your mind. Oh no, totally. I think like Hannibal. That was my first special actually, which is crazy. And it was kind of Hannibal's idea, and the reason was because I had a directed like this um cool keith mf doom music video that was like super like um it was like super psychedelic and super like a specific vibe but it looked crazy like i think when people saw it it was just always like oh how did you make that like it, it was like a piece of work that like it made people ask the question like how do you do it like and i always like that if you people have to ask the question like oh how do you make that that was like kind of like something i was into and um well, Hannibal, when he saw that, he had like a wild set that was very audio visually driven. 
at the time that he was kind of like, oh, like I need a screen and I need this and that. And like, this is, I saw it, I saw it so many times and it was kind of like figuring out like how to present all that material in a way that, you know, highlighted it. And so I kind of like, you know, I had to think through like, oh, what we could do this type of thing and this type of thing and, you know, how to shoot them at the same time, like a screen and Hannibal. So it was like a lot of figuring out. It was like a, a pretty advanced, like as far as comedy specials go, it was like super advanced. Like it was like kind of like a, a big puzzle, but I was like super thrilled to kind of work that out, you know? Mm -hmm. How do you, how did you find uh, your voice as a, as a, a person in the uh, industry as in the arts like how did you decide mm -hmm. this is who you're going to be when you're presenting whatever you're making um I think like I, for a long time I was kind of like I think an outsider where like I didn't fit into the traditional like what the system was or like I don't know if I took a traditional path really like I just kind of like um followed my impulse and like I would just make stuff I cared about you know like for the most part and I think in the that distinction it kind of refined like my voice and my work to the point where like it started to become more singular and like more like its own thing you know because I wasn't really doing what other people were doing as much you know I was just doing my own thing kind of almost outside systems as much as possible and then eventually it kind of almost becomes like oh that's like a, its own thing and then people start to seek it out you know so like that's kind of where I'm at now where like I think people kind of associate like a certain like idea or style or like understand a little bit of like oh like this is what you would get if you work with Chris sort of and um I, I, I hope people are excited by that I don't know like I hope I don't know I think all they need to do is take a look at your website and then they that's that's the excitement if they're not excited by that just the visual style of that thing then I don't I don't know what can help them at this point oh bless I appreciate that yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely trying. <laughs> yeah. uh, why, so uh, what's the what's the dichotomy of uh, working with, you know, musicians like SZA or Billie Eilish uh, yeah. and, and then working with a comedian? Like, how do you how do you how do you find yourself switching gears between those types? It's interesting because, like, I think part of what I brought to the comedy space was like kind of like the way that um, like music is kind of a, almost like a talent focused uh like art, you know what I mean? Like when you work on like anything that's like kind of got like a superstar talent, like a SZA or a Billie Eilish, there is a level of um, expectation of like that the work has their voice in it too. Mm -hmm. And I think in comedy, I think comedians, depending on who they like work with or how it's being made, like, I don't know how much they feel that's happening in the process of creating the visuals, you know what I mean? So like, I kind of look at it like, oh yeah, like, that's a piece of art that you know you worked on so it should reflect you somehow you know but I don't know if everyone asks that question sometimes you know what I mean yeah. like just depends you know um so I feel like I I kind of brought in some of the sensibilities of like the things I learned from music into comedy and I, you know to be fair I also do that back back to the other way so like if I work on like um something that's like musically driven. So I, I think about the humor of it, or I think if about the timing of humor, you know, cause humor, or even in my work with drama now, it's like also like, because I still do drama too. 
like I use comedy as a template for timing because the timing for comedy is so like its own thing, you know, like, and it kind of like reveals information. And so like, you can use that for a lot of things. I feel like it's, it's really cool. What were some of the growing pains that you learned in music and then also in comedy, just in directing in general? What, how did you, how, and, and how did you get past them at all? Man, that's a good question. I think growing pains, I think like in general, like anytime you kind of assert this idea that you're going to make something, it's like at, at the beginning, it's always like a little bit of a struggle to kind of, because people need to see it to kind of believe it, you know? So you have to kind of make something out of nothing. And it takes kind of a couple, I think it takes years to kind of accumulate a body of work that represents like what your voice is. So that's its own struggle. And then I think like in comedy, the thing that I would say, you know, like is difficult is for people to kind of have a vision outside the box. Cause I feel like so much of comedy is kind of, um, I think there's sometimes a template for it and people kind of like rely on the template and like, they don't really want to challenge it. And um, sometimes people in a, like in a very wrong fashion believe that, oh, like by challenging the template there that's being done wrong when that's not the case. It's just like, just trying to elevate the work or think of it in a different way. Cause like, I, I think like for, like even for stand up, like the way it's shot, so many of the rules kind of come from the eighties, you know? So like, mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, cinematography, the way that the philosophy of shooting something, you know, all that stuff has changed over the years, you know? So that you don't really have to do it that way just because someone said that's the way it's done, you know? Like it should be, it should just reflect the modern sensibilities and you could say that too for episodic stuff sketch like there's a lot of ways that that applies i think throughout the world of comedy you know like i think it's it's just good to kind of think of new ways to kind of approach it and add add some flavor to it you know yeah i i always think it's it's better to push the envelope and fail you know fail at 100 percent rather than to be safe and and you know you're going to succeed. I just it doesn't make sense to me, you know, just going through the same motions. Uh, it's you know that that's you know basically what spawned this stupid website that I do. Uh, and uh, you know it's sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and that's what you just have to go with. Yeah, no, definitely. I think like you know taking big swings is cool because like um, you do find like little special things like, you know, Rami, I think it's like a good example of a big swing that shows like so different or Atlanta, even Atlanta's got like, a, you know, you could say that's like a drama comedy or like a fusion of things, you know, but like it takes a big swing, you know? Um, and I think like whenever you take those big swings, it kind of like stands out, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I, I also wanted to mention that like, uh, the reason I really appreciate your work, uh, even though I've only known you for a, a couple of like two weeks since I've, since I got this, uh, offer, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I do, I do appreciate your work in, in, in the, in that, in this field, because, um, it's too often, you know, you hear that I, I was just reading the color of change report, um, uh, that came out recently. And they talked about there, there's not a lot of, uh, Latinx representation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Screen yeah, and and like and so this year it kind of or the last television season it kind of plateaued uh, in front of and behind of the camera, um, yeah. and, and you know the same thing has happened for uh, black people, for Asians, for women, for native uh, native people. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's it's just like you know I I always think especially for 
uh, people in your position who are directors or producers or editors or musicians or uh, what have you that aren't just, you know, big name actors. Um, it's, it's, it's good that we can talk about that now, but also I think that the, you know, the 2% of directors that are Latinx or, or mm -hmm. the, the 7% that are women, I think that we need to elevate them to a status where they are recognized, uh, where, where we can talk about them, but also at the same time say, hey, but we need to get some more in here to yeah. back. I think too, it's just like so much of it is systematic, you know, like it's like, you do feel like a little resistance sometimes, you know, like you can feel like that resistance sometimes, like it's almost like people do, I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like this quiet, like, uncomfortableness by just like like occupying space you know because people are so used to things being done a certain way and then when you bring your perspective into it you know or you're trying to i think in some cases sometimes you're just trying not to because here's it's weird because mediocrity can be celebrated sometimes you know what i mean like like and i'll, I'll just be honest about it like i think that idea of like the template like if the template is mediocre then like people kind of you know, almost champion the people who just like fit into the peg, you know, but if you're like the squeaky wheel, who's like kind of saying like, well, you know what, that's like not the best way to do it. And then everyone kind of sees you as the person who's doing it wrong, because you're actually like kind of challenging the system that they built, you know what I mean? And yeah. so they think it's like, oh, absurd. But then like, if you make the result good, I feel like then the proof is in the pudding. And then like, it's almost like, everyone's got to like shut up a little bit afterwards, you know, which is kind of like what happened, I think, with some of my work where like, I feel like I felt a little resistance sometimes mm -hmm. systemically, depending on like who you ask, you know, like, or, you know, like there was just like this, um, like energy of like, does he know what he's doing? Like, and it was like, it was kind of like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just right. trying to make it a little bit better, you know, like, let me just fix some things. But it was, uh, it's crazy how that works. Yeah. And I think, you know, yeah, we do need more like voices and more people. I think, you know, there's a lot of, it's like, you just have to let more people into the system to kind of like change the energy a little bit so that there's more like a diverse array of opinions and diverse array of ways of doing things. Cause it's not just like you're offering new perspectives and then like, I think by having those perspectives, you can kind of make the work richer, you know? Mm -hmm. Was there ever a concern when you did receive pushback? Was there uh -huh. ever a concern that uh, you were you were going down the wrong path or uh, that, <laughs> that somebody would say, all right, that's it, you're out, you can't do this anymore? Uh, or were you just, did you have, you know, the courage, definition of courage is, still having you know fear behind it but that's propelling you forward so did you have that courage of uh still wanting to continue i think um the way i was always looking at it it's like i think when people and this is going to sound crazy but i think when you have like a an idea of a vision of like where the end goal is mm -hmm. like sometimes it's like looking out like it's like almost like there's a cloud right and like you can kind of peek outside the cloud and you can see beyond to the final goal right so like I, when I was working on stuff, I always saw like the final results because I had the vision for it. Like I was like, oh yeah, like this is what I need to get to, to make this happen. So if I ever got like a little bit of pushback, I was like, oh, it's just that you don't understand where I'm aiming for. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of like the discrepancy. Cause like, 
Um, I think with certain like producers, like what ends up happening is it's a little bit of paint by numbers, you know what I mean? Like they're just kind of like, oh, I've done it this way 20 times. So right. the one time it's done differently, it can kind of confuse them. And it's not like, you know, you could do your best trying to explain it. Like you could be very like equitable, but like at the end of the day, you know, um, I think you just have to trust your gut. Like at the end of the day, like if you know you're going to get a good result, you should just yeah. aim for that, you know, and then like, don't worry about the rest, you know, like all that stuff is, is silly, you know, like, I think I'm, I'm more like results driven more than anything, really, like, I feel like at the end of the day, if it's a dope special, if you elevated the craft, if you did right by the comic, I mean, those are the most important things, you know. Yeah, it's the envelope. Yeah, definitely needs to be pushed. I, I was just listening to uh, Dave Grohl on a couple of months ago, he was on uh, Howard Stern. And he said, uh, this is, goes back to your looking, peeking above the clouds comment. He said uh, that what he did was, I'm, I'm, I'm basically just, you know, boiling it down. Like mm -hmm. one, one day he, he would like, he would go home, uh, get down on his knees and like look to the skies and just, and like meditate and beg the universe to make him a rock star. And lo and behold, you know, he's a rock star. Um, and uh, I mean, that's kind of, you know, where you're pushing yourself is becoming the rock star of directing, you know, that sounds very cheesy, yeah. <laughs> but like following your gut, like you got to follow your instincts, you know, yeah. because instincts kind of like tell you like a lot, you know, like if you feel like, I feel like anytime I don't follow my instincts, I end up regretting it. Like, you know, like if I don't just follow the impulse when I'm making something, you know, like, I'm just like, oh, like I should have followed that through more, you know? So like, mm -hmm. I think that does manifest itself into like a clearer path, you know, like, at least that for me, that's how it works, you know, like, I kind of just, I kind of know what I like, and like, I trust that what I like, you know, and I think for the most part, people kind of, especially even in comedy would, like, they like what I do, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, like, that's so interesting, or like, the perspective on that, like, or, you know, I, and I think that comes from like, I'm just like looking at comedy and like going, well, hey, like, how can you make that more true to the art form, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think you ever have to worry about not fitting in because now it's like the people you've worked with, you know, Hannibal, uh, Alana and uh, Phoebe, even to an extent, it's it's just the these are all just a bunch of outsiders now that have become the norm. It's is uh, fantastic that this even exists now. Yeah. And I think that's a, a through line in a lot of my work, for sure. Like I. I just love celebrating outsiders like I myself am an outsider and like I feel like drawn to most to outsiders and I think that comedy at its best is kind of a celebration of the outsider you know so that's why I, I do I do like working with like Phoebe Hannibal like because they do have like that sensibility to them you know and uh how do you want to be celebrated Ha. I mean, I kind of low key. I like I like being low key, honestly. But like, I do think that um, hmm. I mean, I'm 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 kind of like working towards like feature work and like more narrative stuff right now. And I think that, that um, you know, there's a I even got a little Oscar buzz for like this short that I made, which is crazy. So I've been kind of like I feel like um, I feel like uh there's like a lot of validation that I've gotten from like just uh, the, 
the work that I've done. And like, I think, I think the best thing that I could hope for is just that people like watch the work and feel something, you know, like, I think that's my favorite thing. Like if work can make you feel something, then that, that to me is like, I've accomplished something, you know? So like, I mean, that's the most important thing really. And I think that leads to all the other stuff, you know, like I don't have to stress about all the rest. It's just like, how do you make people feel something, you know, whether it be a comedy special, which can bring joy or, or make people ask questions, you know, about, you know, the absurdity of life or whether it be like a short, you know, that I've done where it's like, oh, that made me ask myself questions, you know, like I just, I just like making people feel something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's what you do. It definitely, I mean, I just watched the trailer to your short and uh, that definitely made me feel all out of sorts. So it's, it's, Thanks. yeah, I can't, I, I want to see, I, I want to see, I want to see it. I want to see the short. Um, but I, I definitely hope that uh, it, it brings you more work than you can possibly imagine. That's uh, <laughs> plus. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, we're working on figuring out how to make that a feature link too. And I'm sure that I'll bring some of the comedic sensibilities into it that I've learned in the timings and like kind of like some of the goofiness of some of my works into it as well so it'll be fun to kind of figure all that out you know now before I let you go I uh a little birdie told me that you do have a new special with Michael Che oh yeah 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 I do yeah 100 percent I, I don't know is it, I don't even know if it's announced yet but I think it's going to be announced soon so yeah it just did yeah. Oh, it did? Really? Oh, damn. I didn't even know. Yeah, I, I just did uh, Michael Shea's new hour. Uh, I think, uh, is the title uh, released as well, Anna? Yes. Oh, Shame the Devil. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really great, actually. I'm excited about it, man. It's going to be, it's such a true, like, it's so, it's got the taste, like, the, the sensibility of a classic, you know, like, mm. Like we were like the way we shot it i feel like it was like very like oh like let's let's make it like you know true comedy like in this kind of classic sense where i i feel like i'm really proud of it like i'm, I'm excited and i think the hour that shay did was uh really really cool so like um yeah i can't wait for people to see it and i think it's also his first special in what like five years i think right yeah i think so yeah because the last one was with netflix correct mm -hmm. yeah wow. okay so it's been a while since he's done an hour. So yeah, it's going to be exciting to see that out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially after he's uh, got so much, uh, I don't want to say clout, but clout uh, for the, you know, the past couple of years of uh, SNL and even the, the stand-up stuff that he's uh, been popping up here and there. Yeah, no, he's a great stand-up. Like his, his style, his, his voice. Um, it's just really smart. It's like funny, smart, layered. Yeah, he's like a, a unique, very unique voice, man. Like I'm, and he's also like a city guy. So like you know, like I feel like I grew up in the city. He grew up in the city. So I was like, you know, I instantly kind of like relate to that. I feel like whenever I, uh, I meet somebody that's kind of like, oh yeah, like you got the NYC energy to you. Did you meet him for the first time making that special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met. Um, no, actually, no. I, we met when I had directed Sam J special actually. Oh, wow. So like, I met him there briefly 
And like, I think like after Sam J's special, I think like um, I did meet and talk to a lot of comics because I, I feel like Sam J's special and Sam J specifically too. It's kind of like, you know, a comics comic, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like Sam J is like, you know, one of, I mean, she's a badass. She's so good. Um, and I, I really love that special too, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm always trying to like make the specials that I do, like speak to the person that they are, you know? So like, they're like, oh, this is this person's special. This is this person. Like, I want them to be able to own it, you know, like it's like theirs and singular, you know, like, so like similar to their voice, like a comic's voice is only their voice. I want the visuals to also be only theirs, you know? And yeah, and that's where the uh, you know that's that's why Hannibal sticks out in my mind. Um, Phoebe's is just really well done. It's yeah, I don't I don't know how. I think for me that would take a lot of conversation to make that work. Uh, but for you, I think obviously you can you can have you can have you know that conversation, but then pretty much suggest things that can help out that person to uh, to to make their voice. Uh, be seen as, as opposed to just being heard 100 percent, yeah because i think it, it it does help if like if you're like seeing i mean there's so many stand-up specials a, a year right and like yeah. if your special can kind of like stand out just a little even a little bit it's like oh i have to pay attention a little bit you know mm-hmm. um or it causes the, it makes the audience like stop for a moment and go oh what's happening there and then then hopefully what happens is that they listen to the words you know and I think that's kind of part of it, I think. Do you ever worry about having to one-up yourself with each uh, consecutive special? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, mm. definitely. I feel like it is kind of like one of those things where like, I think it's also like working with people who want to push as well, or like want to try things or like are, are interested in ideas, you know, or like have something to say. And I think, um, but I think there's so many like um, ways to approach the material. Like, I think there's also something nice about the, like a reserved special too. Like, I think Shez is kind of like more like reserved, but it has like a cinematic quality. That's like, it just feels like good. Like, I think people will be excited by it, but like, um, I think, yeah, there is like something about like, I mean, there's always, I think it's good to be nervous. Like I'll be like, oh, like, like what can I do next or like who will I work with next to kind of like make something cool you know with you know and it's it's actually kind of exciting too you know when did uh I think this is just a a real behind the scenes question for me um but I I want to know when did you lock a picture for this uh for for Chase special at least uh how long until like you shoot it and then editing and then it's finished I think we edited that one for like about a month on and off and you know obviously like Trey's busy because like when SNL is like active you know it's like you know it's hard to you know it's going to be hard to like take an hour to watch a screening of the special so like um yeah it was like a kind of like a a process but I think um like in general I kind of like try to take at least a month to work on them you know like that feels like a good healthy kind of post like time for like a special you know like you work on the hour you get the nice clean edit you kind of flow based on the material um yeah I would say like about a month roughly just depends you know Hannibal's took a little bit longer because Hannibal's had like a long 
like it had so much post process yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that was a little more like um intricate in how we approached it. I feel like Phoebe's was like a month too. So like in general, I've been hitting like a month on some of them, yeah. On the post side of things. I miss the days uh, before Netflix when it was just like seven or eight specials would come out and it was between yeah. Comedy Central and HBO and sometimes Showtime. And right. you, were, you were so excited to see them. And and now I can only watch the people that I care about. You know, Michael, Phoebe, Hannibal, Sam. Oh. I, I only care about them and not uh, Skippy McGee over there. <laughs> I kind of feel that. I mean, I think there's like the the... I guess the beauty of it is that there's options, you know, like people can be like, oh, like find the comic or I do think there should like we not, we probably need like more platforms or not more platforms, but maybe more like um, trying to find the new voices too. you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like I'm always curious, like if there's a better way to showcase new talent, you know, that. I don't know if anyone's figured it out quite yet. Like, I feel like maybe Comedy Central, when they do their kind of tight fives or like their like quick hits, you know, that yeah. could kind of be a discovery platform. But I think Netflix could, it'd be cool if they had like a, like a version of that as well, you know? Yeah, they have some of their, like, but they canceled those types of shows uh, so often. Uh, Netflix had, uh, sorry, excuse me, Netflix, Tiffany Haddish, had one on oh, Netflix, right. they, and yeah. then uh, then they had um, they are they also had one that had you know like Nicole Byer and a bunch of other people on, on, under that series of shows, but then that was canceled. So I yeah I I want I want more voices out there yeah uh, out there right now yeah because there's a lot of cool like uh, people in the alt comedy scene, so I would love to see some of them kind of like. Um, they don't need to have full specials, but like just right. uh, just like a showcase, you know? Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, Chris, oh, this is this great. Is, this is fantastic. I, I can't, like, this is uh, definitely one of my favorite interviews of the year. Oh, thanks, man, I appreciate that. I can't yeah. wait to see it, thanks, man. Yeah, and uh, congratulations on all of the success, and I, I wish for uh, many more decades of it. Uh, features, television, and everything in between. Oh, well, yeah, I hope so, man. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> see you soon, man.